Welcome to episode 10 of the I've Heard It Both Ways podcast. This is the, we don't have a title yet, the Honeymoon Havoc or something along those lines. Something like that. Yeah, the episode. And we have my wife, my wife. Kristen, here. So she's not going to say a word the whole podcast. <laughs> Do you want to say hello? Hello. Okay, that's See, her. she actually is here. Yeah. She's We're not in, making it up. It could be a soundboard. This is pre-recorded. Yeah. <laughs> so we Just are going... Kristen soundboard. <laughs> We're going to recap our honeymoon in Italy, where we went to Rome, Florence, and Venice. But before that, I wanted to get our quick pod house cleaning out of the way, because not everyone listens to the last two seconds of the podcast. Our Instagram is they IHIBW. Should, they should be listening to the entire podcast though just well yeah because there's an outro song so like it's yeah. worth your time listen to the entire outro song i yeah. put the whole thing on there for a reason yeah that's why our podcasts are an extra few minutes long because we <laughs> sometimes we let the whole song play if it's a good one yeah uh but the instagram is ihibw we put some we don't like spam everything so like we put up one post a week pretty much sometimes two so actually shoot us an email if you think we should be posting more weird shit or just posting when episodes go up let which, us know which our email is ihibw w69 at gmail.com yeah you like how i did that yeah <laughs> a nice little segue um and if you need to skip around or tell someone to listen to a specific part of the episode in the episode description we put a synopsis and timestamp of everything in there um so you kind of get a feel for the episode before you listen to it or you can skip around and listen to whatever you need to listen to first or last or whatever um, and then a shout out to our number ones. We have a new number one listener. She billed herself as the number one female listener who is not married to a co-host of this podcast. Her name is Katie. I don't know if she wants us to use her last name. No last names. But it rhymes with Rupp. And um, she's married to my friend. Um, not my married, friend. Not married to me, not married to PJ. Does that mean I'm the number one female listener then? Well... I don't know. We <laughs> we've had some discuss internal board meeting discussions about your how soon you listen to podcasts when they drop. And for us, it's not soon enough. You listen to some of them right away, and then the other ones you listen to like a week later. So and by board meetings, Ray means conversations he has with well, himself listen, in his head. Yes, I'm on the train by seven fifteen on Mondays, so if it's not posted by then, I'm probably not listening to it till like Wednesday. So what about what happens then on Tuesday then? Well, what about Monday coming home? Yeah, download it on your work Wi-Fi. I'm usually pretty angry by that point. So as if you're yeah. not angry in the morning. Yeah, but listening. To, listening to us should cheer you up. No, Monday morning it's like the beginning of a new week, and I have this positive outlook, and then by Monday afternoon it's over. Well, that's like we're a pretty positive podcast. I mean, we hate everything, but like it doesn't. We're not like in the dumps dumps about it. We're a pretty positive podcast. Yeah. Wait, are we doing uh, people we hate this week? I hate myself again, but yeah, okay. I'll get into that All right. this whole episode. Circle. Kristen, circle do you have anybody you hate, or, or does it involve this episode as well? Is it, um, is it also Ray? <laughs> it could be me. No, I've been on vacation for two weeks, so I hate no one. Peach? Uh, people who take phone calls on speakerphone when that's entirely not necessary. That is the worst, yep. and I can tell you haven't been in another country. That is not an American-only thing. <laughs> they do it in every language. Yeah, I don't like leaving America. Well, it's a little easier when it's a different language because like, you can tune it out a little bit, but when someone's speaking a language that you speak, you have to tune in. Yeah, you have to, to listen. Yeah, and like, I, it frustrates me even more because... Because the conversations are never about anything. Yeah, I don't care what kind of soup you're getting, Jeff. Fuck well, and off. there's a lot. Of, yeah, there's a lot of like, um, hang on a second. Hey, yeah, I'm hold, doing uh, something. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, actually, the worst people are the ones who like are taking a phone call on speaker and they're like trying to pay for something like yes. the gas station. And just don't like the clerk will tell them the, the total and they're like, um, bro, bro, uh, <laughs> he's 728, bro. <laughs> And they're trying to pay, but like don't understand. They're not listening to the clerk or whatever. But uh, uh, how much was it? If you're gonna shout into your phone, I like being able to hear both sides of the conversation. Well, that's what we're saying, but we're saying that like people like nonsensical. You're just talking like if you two were talking and Ray was at the grocery store, and you're like, "Don't forget to get milk, sweetie." Like we have nothing to but talk he's about. He has you on speakerphone, so everyone has to hear you say that. 
yeah, and it's, unimportant. It's not like oh, it's not, not even can you pick up something? It's just like oh, what are you doing? Oh, I'm at the grocery store. <laughs> oh, I went to the grocery store once. Yeah, just stuff like Which that. Which grocery store are you at? Are you at the Mariano's or the Jewel? But ten times worse would be the people who FaceTime instead of speaker phone. Oh, FaceTiming but is <laughs> they're FaceTiming and they're not even looking at the screen. Like neither of them are looking. They're yeah, just it's like, like, why don't you just have a phone conversation? Yeah, it's their chest not on yeah, speaker. Exactly. <laughs> But uh, those are the people we hate. Myself, Chris doesn't hate anybody, and PJ hates most people because a lot of people do that. Hey. Um, I think that was all the pod house cleaning we have. Um, we can get down to... Get down to the honeymoon business. Yes, if we want. Are you ready? Sure. Uh, we started the honeymoon by my mom picked us up, and obviously, because I'm a mama's boy, um, <laughs> she picked us up and took us to the airport, and we're going to the airport, and I was driving... Uh, my mom and Chris were in the car, and the radio came on. We were having a conversation. <laughs> oh, wait, hold on, hold on. I was there. Yeah, Kristen was there. Why well, I didn't okay, want to say so wait, like we met your somewhere. mom. Your mom picked you up, and then you made her get out of the car and ride shotgun while you drove. No, she always like she knows I like to drive, but she also like can't take direction well while she's driving. Like she zones out, like listening to the conversation or whatever. Um, so she likes it, especially if like she's not as familiar with my area or like getting places from my area. So she lets me or asks me to drive. So, which I prefer to, cause then I have more control of like getting around cars and whatever. Um, but we were, <laughs> we were in the car and the radio came on and I heard the beginning strum of Freebird, And I was like, Ooh, awesome. Freebird. And we're like talking the conversation, whatever. Um, and as it's building, like before the guitar solo, I start thinking, I'm like, Wait a second. I'm about to go on an airplane and we're listening to Freebird, a band made famous. Fine irony. Yeah, exactly. A band made famous from dying in a plane crash. So I was a little nervous to get on this plane, um, but it did not stop me from going on the trip. I Did you remember Freebird in the car? No. Okay, of course. <laughs> So we get to the airport and uh, we get through security, no problem, because we have pre-check. If you don't have pre-check, I don't know how you fly. Like, I don't get people who wait in security lines like that. I don't that. have pre-check. I don't get how you wait in security lines I like that. I also try not to fly as much as possible, so there's that. that. Probably because you don't have pre-check. Um, but so I go to use the bathroom, like, right when we, like, get through security. And I'm all happy, you know, we're going on the honeymoon and stuff. And I walk up to the urinal and I'm like, oh, Someone shit in the urinal. There's a giant brown turd in the urinal. And I like, I Sweet. Yeah, step to the next one and am obviously like examining what's in the urinal next to me. And it ended up not being a turd. Was just... it a baby Ruth? <laughs> oh, it's okay. It's no, if, if it was can a candy bar, it would make sense. It was just a brown rag that was like rolled up and put in the urinal. So quick, quick sidebar. One time I was at a St. Patrick's Day party and someone pooped in a hot dog bun and then put it in the urinal. Wow. That's <laughs> quite the fibrous diet. I don't think I could ever make my poop look like food unless it was like chili. But so then we board the plane and everything and we had to connect because there are no direct flights to Italy in December. So we had to connect on the way there through Philadelphia. It's more and of a summer destination. Yeah, well, we learned that. Um, but it was still busy, but like everyone kept talking about how it's a slow season. I'm like, well, then what the fuck are all these people doing here? Um, so we get on the plane and everything's great and we're all excited to go. Um, and... As we get on the plane, this guy comes up, and we had, like, a jump seat next to our seat. It was an exit row, but there was, like, a, a flight attendant jump seat next to oh, us. Oh, like, flip-down deal? Yeah. Basically, she sat on my lap throughout the entire trip. Yeah, so but I'm, she was, like... you guys switch? You sit on her lap or no? <laughs> she <laughs> no. was normal, so it wasn't, like, uncomfortable or anything. What was uncomfortable when this guy came up, and, like, he was a bigger guy, but he wasn't someone... Like, not, like, a huge fatso. And he, like, asked the stewardess. He was like, hey, I'm going to need one of those belt extenders. And she kind of, like, looked him up and down and was like, are, are you sure? I, I think you might be okay. And he was like, oh, no, I have a bullet lodged in my hip. And her being an 
idiot goes, oh, wow, that's very interesting. How did that happen? What? Yeah. And so, which, if someone says they have a bullet lodged anywhere... Yeah, it's like, uh, okay, cool. There's never... Sorry. Yeah, there's never a good story on how that happened. But this guy's story, I guess, is like... The, yeah, you know, it's a hilarious story. I was skiing and I fell and there was one just in the snow and it got lodged in there. No. No, it, so that's, he goes, that's never the case. It's he like goes, someone accidentally shot me. He goes, oh. Or I accidentally shot myself. Yeah, so that's what I... Well, first, he looked Cheddar like... Cheddar himself. <laughs> he was in between age from like having been in the... Like he was too old to be in the Vietnam War, but too young to be in the Korean War. So he was like in between that age group. And he goes, oh, funny story. My girlfriend shot me. And we all kind of like... On purpose? Uncomfortably laughed. And we're like, oh, <laughs> and he's like, yeah, she was cleaning her gun and it accidentally went off and then shot me right in the hip. And I just look at Chris and I'm like, this guy's a wacko. That was no fucking accident. Yeah. Like she tried to kill him and just couldn't get the job done. Swing. Yeah. Yes. So like, after, like the stewardess, like when I, she got so lucky from this guy having been shot by his girlfriend and not some serious situation going on. Because yeah. when someone's like, oh, I got shot, you don't really ask them how. Wait, was it the police? <laughs> Are we accepting that that was the actual story? 1,000%. Because this guy looks like someone like got frustrated and just shot him. <laughs> like she was cleaning her gun. It's a, wait, it's a, it sounds like you might have some input on this story. You don't think that happened? No. I believe this guy 1,000%. I also think that was the first time in her life that that stewardess was speechless. Yes. Like, she's like, oh, I, okay. She wasn't speechless because she asked him how it happened, but his, like, his answer to her question definitely, like, turned her white. And she was like, uh, I'm going to go get a belt expander. Well, I wasn't expecting that to happen. Yeah. She's like, I'm just going to put it over my mouth now. That's it. <laughs> um, yeah. That, that guy's girlfriend definitely shot him. I guess. Okay. Chris is not good. Not she, buying it? She makes a lot of facial expressions, <laughs> and she doesn't get that this the This is listener, an audio yeah. medium? You cannot see me? Yeah, we don't film these podcasts yet. Maybe we will soon, but uh, not now. We'll see. So we're on the plane, and we're sitting on the fucking tarmac for just under three hours. This is why I don't like traveling. Well, we weren't. I'm sorry. I, I Let me change. We, we were delayed a grand total of like two hours and 47 minutes, but we weren't on the tarmac for two hours and 47 minutes. They couldn't get the computer working or something on the plane, and instead of this guy just doing what he learned in flight school and flying with sticks, he had to have the mechanics come out and like reset at the computer and like it was all fucked up have you tried turning it off and back on again he goes oh we have to have the mechanic come out to restart it to see if that fixes the problem yep there you go yeah so the guy came out whatever and then eventually he's like all right we're gonna get everybody off the plane so he gets off the plane after about 45 minutes and we're all waiting there and we have a connection and we had like a two and a half hour layover so we figured plenty of time and uh not liking your odds here exactly so we're waiting we're waiting we're waiting and then um we get in line and we're like all right well we need to get on another flight to philadelphia like we can't just wait for this plane so we start waiting in line and i'm doing the math and being like all right well if we can get on the plane in 10 minutes and take off in 15 like we'll be able to make it in time and have 10 minutes of Time to get to our gate, whatever. That didn't happen, did it? So we get up to the <laughs> gate desk and talk to Violet. Violet? I'm not sure. Violet or Violetta, who worked for American Airlines. Um, I can describe her if any American Airlines employees need to um, find out who she was. I can give you a description. You guys will pick her up in two seconds. E- e- email us if yeah. you're interested. In email that. us and I will give it to you and we can lock her up. Um, <laughs> because this lady just was like the biggest cunt on earth. We walk up to her and we're like, hey, we're not going. What? Capital C. Yeah, which it's okay. It Kristen was the one who described her as a cunt on the trip. Hey. And she was also one of the people complaining that we use the word cunt on this podcast too much. Talk about a double standard. Yeah. Po- I didn't say you can't say it in real life. I'm just saying maybe don't record it. Why not? Why I The best part of this podcast is this is PJ and I. Like, this is us in real life. It's so, explicit. Yeah. 
There's an E on a real life. There's an E on our podcast. So this cunt, Violet or Violetta, um, is basically like giving us the runaround. Like, oh, I don't know. We're not going to have any extra flights, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then she was like, oh, yeah, well, you know what? Just when you get to Philadelphia, let them know that you have a connection and they'll, and they'll make sure you get there on time. I'd like to point out that her reason for not wanting to help us was that she didn't have enough time. It was time for us to get back and sit on the plane. So she kept saying, I don't have enough time to look up all the flights. She didn't have enough time because she spent (laughs) 30 minutes talking to these two women who were complaining because their flights had their connected, their connections had already been reassigned and they weren't on the same flight. They were not women. You described them also as cunts. <laughs> so these two cunts in front of us were their phone automatically um, rebooked their like they're like, oh your plane's delayed, you're off the plane. So we rebooked you on a new flight, whatever. Um, they were going to Albany. Like they weren't flying into the Albany airport. They were flying the 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 computer automatically booked them on two separate flights to two different airports that were equal distance from Albany, but they couldn't fly together. And they were like 60 year old women who I'm sure could do without being next to each other. They on the weren't plane. sitting with each other on the way to Philadelphia. Exactly. So they were literally flying in the same plane, but not next to each other. So what's the fucking point? Oh, so like when we went to Vegas and I was in, peasant well, class yeah you flew first class yeah you were flying with the scrubs and i was flying high in first class that, don't come don't come past this curtain yeah i'm like uh, can we get a lock on this curtain i can't have this bearded man coming next to me he makes me uncomfortable hey you got any champagne <laughs> um so the two cunts going to albany are the reason that the cunt violet <laughs> couldn't get us couldn't look she was only looking at direct flights from Chicago to Philadelphia to Italy. And she was like, I'm not finding anything, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, well, what about flights to any other city in the U.S. that will connect to Italy or any other city in the world that will connect to Italy? Like, we have one connection, so we're okay we, with connecting. We just connecting. have to get to Italy. Exactly. We need to get to just Italy. Just a flight like, from where we are now that initially gets us to Italy. We can stop anywhere. I yeah. don't care. And she was like, I'm not finding any other flights. I'm like, well, no shit, because I'm, there's only one flight out of Philadelphia that goes to Italy each day. They have one every day throughout the week, and it's just one. So, of course, there's not one connecting to Philadelphia. Um, so by then, the plane is boarding, and I'm like, you know, like we might have a shot, so we might as well get on. But before we get on, they throw food at everyone waiting, and it was like a feeding frenzy. <laughs> it was like dropping pieces of bread out to pigeons, like in downtown Chicago. So they bring out these like wrap. They bring out a cart, and it has like a bunch of like wraps and stuff, like sandwiches, um, and then like packs of water. And oh, you guys pop. got the good stuff. No, they were not good. <laughs> we had one. It was like a fucking ham and cheese sandwich on a hot dog bun. <laughs> It only made it worse for the people waiting in line to talk to our friend Violet because we got, like, attacked by the people trying to get to the sandwich cart. Yeah, the bozo who brought out the sandwich cart decided that the best place to put it would be right in front of the desk before you get on the plane. So yeah, everyone, that sounds like it wouldn't complicate anything. That's like putting, like, letting a fruit stand open up in the middle of an intersection. Like, there's no room for anything. And he's like, here, let me wheel in this giant fucking cart filled with a bunch of shit that everyone's going to come attack like they haven't seen food on Earth. Like, there were people grabbing, like, five sandwiches and putting them in their bag. I'm like, I don't want to eat one, let alone four of these. Like, why Why are you taking these? Um so obviously I took a sandwich because I was fucking starving, a uh, nice bottle of water, and that was it. And we made our way to fucking Philadelphia and missed our connection by 12 minutes. So we have to go to the um, desk in Philadelphia or whatever. And Violet was there. 
plot twist. Oh my god. <laughs> I probably would have strangled her if she was there. Um but we had to wait I don't have time for this. Yeah, we had to wait in line for like you have to like you don't get to talk to the desk agent, you have to talk to like the customer service agent or whatever. And the only people in line were all the people from our flight from Chicago that had misconnections to various countries or cities or whatever, um, including like 10 people who were going to be on our flight to Italy as well. Um, so like half the fucking plane missed their connection because they made us sit for two hours and 47 minutes because if they canceled the flight, they would have owed everyone their money back for the tickets and like a bunch of other shit or had they delayed us any longer than three hours then you're due compensation for waiting so because they kept it under three hours they're like oh yeah well we did our best so you guys are fucked have fun (laughs) so we get in line we talk to the lady and we're telling her like we need to get to italy blah 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 like we don't care how we get there we're willing to connect again like just get us there as soon as possible and she's like, okay, well, we have a flight tomorrow that leaves at 6 p.m., the, the same flight we had today that will land at 9 o'clock in Rome uh, the following day, so one day later than we had expected to arrive. Um, and she's like, ooh, or I have another way. We can connect you through Charlotte and then to London and then to Frankfurt and then to Rome, and you'll get in at 7 a.m. instead of 9 a.m. What? That she- sounds... Yeah. Not worth it. So we can fly to Charlotte now, fly to London early in the morning, fly to Frankfurt and fly to Rome, or we can just stay in Philadelphia for 23 hours and get to Rome two hours later than the four connection flight. And you stay in Philly, get yourself a cheesesteak. We did, but we can get into that. Yeah. Uh, I think we need to point out that she split our reservation to make it work foreshadowing so we booked our flights together and we were on one reservation so to get us on this flight that was overbooked so she bumped someone um because she only had one seat so she bumped one person and got kristen and i on the philly flight um did you sit next to each other yes we were next to each other um at that point though i may have wanted to fly by myself no, you had to fly with me because we can get into that on the plane too. Um, but we, she, she split up our reservation. So instead of having one combined one, now Kristen and I each had individual ones, which doesn't sound like a big deal because we didn't think it was. Um, but it will come into play later. Uh, so they give us the hotel at the wonderful Philadelphia airport, <clears throat> Sheridan or whatever the fuck it was, um, which was disgusting. Um, we check in at like 10 fucking... It was a double tree because we got one cookie. It was a double dump is what it was. <laughs> um, so we check in or whatever, and I'm, I asked the guy, I'm like, hey, do you guys have like food <laughs> menus we can order pizza from or whatever? He's like, oh, here, let me give you two good places. So he gives me these two menus, and I find one. I'm like, all right, whatever, let's just order pizza. And it says traditional Neapolitan pizza. So I'm like, ooh, why don't we order this one? I'm going to guess it wasn't traditional. Um, not based on what we had in Italy. <laughs> it was one of the most disgusting pizzas I've ever eaten. But it was pizza, so like you still eat it. Um, but it was pizza, so we ate it. And I will post a picture on the Instagram of how fucking gross this shit was. Um, but I forgot that we had to take a shuttle to the hotel. We took a shuttle from the airport. And do you want to get into the fucking wackos on this ten minute shuttle ride? Yes. <laughs> so, well, okay. Are you going to get into it or am I? Go ahead. Well, I... Uh, are you just sitting here supervising <laughs> yeah, us? You do you want to go downstairs and play with the dog or what? Kind of. Well, I mean, you did just spend two weeks with him. I did. We're sick of each other now. Yeah. Except, what did you tell me this morning about how lucky I am? Oh, I said... So... <laughs> I said she's spoiled because she gets to live with me all the time. So she gets like free comedy all the time. God bless you, PJ. Oh, thank you. And she she doesn't 
because she's so close, like we, we were together all the time. She doesn't realize how funny I can be sometimes. And I don't mean to like toot my own horn. She's making faces. At yeah. Me. I don't mean to like toot my own horn, but like when we go out and stuff, every time we come home, she's up with other people. She's always like, Oh my God. I always forget how funny you can be sometimes. I've never said that in my life. She said that Fake multiple news. times. <laughs> one of which was coming home from a vacation one time. And it's not like, I think she's just so numb to everything that like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not funny a lot of the time, um, but my gems, I think, go overlooked by her because she's used to listening to like all the duds that don't land. Just rolling her eyes at you. Exactly, which happens all the time. Like That is just tuned out now. When she rolls her eyes, I don't even recognize it anymore because I've seen it so many times. Um, but yeah, that's what I said this morning. So talk about those fucking religious nut jobs on the shuttle. Well... First, I think we need to talk about leaving the Philadelphia airport because we were supposed to, everyone at the Philadelphia airport was incompetent. That's what we learned. Well, they're all asshole Philadelphians. It was just, oh, you have to go talk to that other person that's over there and they would just point their hand. It's an airport. It's hard to find things. So first they told us, oh, well, you just leave your bags here and we'll Get them on the plane. Isn't that like rule one of flying? Don't leave your bags unattended. Right. <laughs> so if you check your bag and you miss your connection, it just goes into like a holding area. And then as you get a new connection, they like send an email and are like, oh, these two people find their <laughs> bags and get them. I know. So Not something we sounds were Sounds really, like a really, really... Good, we weren't well, willing well, to roll well, the machine. dice for that. They send us to this little like basement room where the trolls live. And this man is telling us, oh, well, we can bring your bags here, but it'll probably be a few hours up to 24 hours. Yeah, he was like, yeah, give me, big, give me your baggage claim checks. I will send a request to get them. And he literally called the guy in front of us, and he was like, hey, blah, 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 are you still working? And the guy was like, uh, yeah. And he was like, when, do you, when are you off? And he was off in like 20 minutes. And he's like, okay, do you mind doing one more thing before you get off? And so I'm thinking, like, oh, if this guy's done in 20 minutes, like, this is going to take no more than 20 minutes because yeah, no one's going to exactly. work overtime. Um, and then he tells us, like, all right, well, you can wait here if you want, but I don't suggest it because it can take a couple hours, but it can take us up to 23 hours to get your bag. I'm like, our flight is in 21 hours, so what's going to happen <laughs> If you bring our flight up or bring our bags up before our flight takes off. And he's like, I don't know. You asked to request the bags. I'm like, well, I might not have if you had you told me this before we, like, we were going to get the bags. Um, so we go outside. We're waiting for the shuttle bus that I thought was never going to come. <laughs> so we had waited for 25 minutes. And while we're waiting, this fucking turd comes up to me. And he looks like he's all drugged out and everything and looks like... He looks like Eminem in 8 Mile with his, like, hoodie on and everything. Um it's the second 8 Mile reference yeah. today. And he, uh, stop scratching your beard. It's all people here in the headphones. So <laughs> I'm even moving my head away to do it. <laughs> these are good mics. They pick up everything. Thanks, producer Pete. Yeah. He, uh, he comes up to me and just, like, looks at Kristen and I and then is like, hey, can I borrow your cell phone? <laughs> and I'm like. Uh, no. Such a weird question. Yeah, I'm like, uh, no. no. And he was like, by this so. point, we were both so crabby that we were standing like five feet away from each other. Well, we weren't going to talk to each other because we knew that like we were in such a bad mood, we were going to snap on each other. So rather than like set the other one off, we just like kept distance from each <laughs> other, which is what will make this marriage work. Our ability to recognize that. Um, so we're standing apart, and the guy comes up to us. And he's like, "Hey, can I buy your cell phone?" And I'm like, "Uh, no." So he's like, uh, how about her? Can I borrow her cell phone? I'm like, no. Why? If I'm not going to let you borrow mine, why am I going to let you borrow hers? He's like, oh, I just need to make a phone call. I'm like, what Like, what? What else would you have assumed that he wanted to do? Like, oh, I just wanted to like go through your text messages real <laughs> quick. Can I burn through your email and send some random emails to myself from your account? Yeah. I don't know what the fuck he would do with it, but I'm like, no. So then he just like, he doesn't ask anybody else and he just goes stands like 20 feet down the way and just is like waiting for a shuttle or waiting for someone. He didn't ask anybody else to borrow their phone except for Kristen and I. 
I'm going to be honest. I felt a little guilty after saying no. I did not. There are a million ways to get a, fo- a free phone call. And borrowing someone's cell phone is like last on my list. It's true. Anyway. Especially if you're at an airport. Can't you just like go inside to the desk and be like, hey, uh, can I borrow your phone real quick? Go to call? customer service and be yeah. like, hey, I need to call so-and-so to pick up my fucking drugs because I'm having withdrawal right now. Or go to a payphone and call someone collect if it's really that big of an issue. Oh, my God. Remember that? I used to call my mom collect from high school. After football hey, practice. Mom, it's Ray. Call, uh, come pick me up. Bye. I would just say it's Ray, and she would deny the charges and leave and come pick me up. Um, and that's call and collect. Yeah. And uh, that's no surprise. That's Why like, are you shaking your head? Did you never do that? I've never done that in my life. That's what? how you know you're too young. If you never had to call your mom collect to have her pick you up from somewhere. I'm like less than a year younger than you. Too young. You are more than a year younger than me. She's working it out in her head. <laughs> There's a possibility that that's true. Yeah, because you Math. you are less than a year younger than PJ, but more than a year younger than me. Okay. It checks out. Okay. I guess. And we'll be sure. And you've never had to call your parents collect for I've, a ride. I have not. That's weird. And we're going to cut all this. Well, so <laughs> no, I had not. a cell phone by like 15. That's Whoa. how you know you're too young. Anyways. So, tell us about these religious we- nut jobs on the fucking shuttle. So, we to the finally airport. give up on the shuttle and we go inside, and what do you know? Our bags are there. So, things are so starting it, to so look up. So, it didn't up. take 23 hours. It, did it not. took 20 you were misled. It took 23 minutes. Yes. So, we go back outside. We're tra- we decide at this point, forget it. We'll just get a taxi. So we're waiting for the taxi to come, and then we see the shuttle bus drive by. So we are like, fuck it. We just chased after the bus and like flagged it down. It picks us up. We're on the bus. Then this foreign family gets on the bus, and we're moving forward. Then these, it was an older couple and then a college-aged guy get on. And they're sitting there, and they're just talking about the older couple and the college guy yeah yes oh okay yes they are discussing how jesus christ is our savior so we're moving forward and all of a sudden this guy starts chasing after the shuttle bus and the foreign family in the front the woman's like wait wait that guy's trying to get on the bus that's how you knew she was foreign because she was too nice. And yeah, it wasn't just like, fuck yeah. this guy. All the rest of us were like, keep driving. Drive faster. <laughs> yeah. Hammer down. Let's go. So we pull over and the man is super, super drunk. And the doors to the shuttle bus open. And he just steps into the doorway and screams. <laughs> hey, have you guys ever seen uh, Have you guys seen someone looking for a cell phone out here? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> does is scream jesus <laughs> oh yeah oh it, the doors open and almost hit him and he's just like jesus and gets on and obviously that old couple and the college kid are like "Ooh, another friend and they turn and we're like "Ooh, oh, oh no, no i don't think he's a friend of god uh, he looks like a friend of rainbow man maybe yeah. <laughs> yikes so we're pulling forward then the woman of the older couple pulls out her phone and takes this blurry dark snapchat of the top of the woman's head in front of her and just types time get your boarding passes ready and sends it to like three people and do that all the time they're leaving the airport and she takes a picture (laughs) that's blurry of the person in front of them not trying to get a picture of them i think she just wanted to send out the words get your boarding pass ready and didn't know that you can just like put your finger over your camera or something so you can type into it they were weird. Or just take a picture, like, looking out the bus. I don't know. Well, That'd so at this point, normal. I'm just, like, so numb to everything that I'm just sitting there. I'm like, this all can't be real. And <laughs> the the people talking about Jesus Christ, they're both agreeing with each other. And they're just like, it's a ton of God is great, God is grand type of stuff. And he's like, I know, we say the same thing in our state, blah, oh. blah, blah. Oh, boy. Yeah, so... Those, those are who you always want to sit next to on international flights. No, they were on the shuttle. I wouldn't want to sit next to them anywhere unless it was, like, on the 
train ride to hell, which I would have paid for first class if it got me to leave, to yep. not sit next to the No mountain. religious freaks past the curtain, please. <laughs> so we get to fill, we get to the hotel, we check in, we get our shitty fucking authentic Neapolitan pizza. And then Kristen, like I ordered a big one. So we would have like some slices for the morning and yeah, a it, breakfast pizza. Yeah, yeah. And it gets there and Kristen's like, well, where are we going to store this? I'm like, uh, on the table over there. <laughs> and she's like, well, there's no fridge. I'm like, Okay, and and she was like, "You can't leave pizza out overnight." I'm like, "Well, yes, you can." No, things with meat need to be refrigerated. Not all things with meat need to be refrigerated. It's cooked. If you leave it out for eight hours, no big deal. No one's died from that before. Uh, well, according to the United States Department of Agriculture, leaving your pizza out overnight is not okay. Why? Tell me why. They advise you not to let cook food like pizza or other kinds of takeout sit at room temperature for more than two hours. Thank why? You. I don't know. That's all it says. It's a little blurb. Yeah, but tell me why. You're a blurb. <laughs> <laughs> Ask the Department of Agriculture. I'm just <laughs> working Google over here, guys. I'm, I'm going to believe the farmers of America on this with their fucking soybeans. Oh, I don't think so. Although I will point out that Patrick leaves pizza out overnight. All the time. And he's still living. And he hasn't died yet. So How was... long do you spend in the bathroom every day trying to take a shit? Not trying. Usually it's just shitting. Like only until like this trip have I had issues going. I th- but I think that's... Those are unrelated. Yes, definitely. Well, well so... outside of the fact that it's cheese and cheese and Ray do not agree. As we covered on the last podcast... Yeah. Um, yeah, so many things upset my stomach, which is hard for me to pinpoint like one specific thing. So leaving pizza out overnight is not a problem. Low on the list. Yeah. Um, so then we get to the airport or whatever, and what a joy we get to use our meal vouchers, um, Mm -hmm. in the Philadelphia airport food court. So we went to the Gino's cheesesteaks place, um, and... Of course, only one of the vouchers was working. The other voucher wasn't working, and the lady was not having it. She was, like, possibly the biggest bitch we've dealt with, and she was dealing with the least amount of money on everything. Did she know Violet? Possibly. <laughs> um, it was, like, a $6 fucking sandwich, and we're trying to use the meal voucher, and she's like, um, you're trying to use the same one twice. I'm like, no. There's two of us. We're trying to use two separate ones, and she was just not having it. So I had to pay my extra $6 for this fucking cheesesteak, which I'm planning on billing American Airlines, who I will continue to trash throughout this podcast, and um, hope we get some free vouchers. <laughs> Do you remember the guy that came up to the counter right after we got the vouchers, and he was like, What's the nicest meal you can get here for $13? Yeah, the vouchers were for $13. (laughs) And she gives him the voucher. And he's like, okay, now, where is the nicest meal I can get for $12? So he wasn't wasn't asking at Geno's. He was asking someone to point him to the direction of the the Chili's Express. Yeah, and so the lady goes, well... There's a Chick-fil-A in the food court. And I'm like, oh, this guy's going to get like four chicken sandwiches for his $12. The Chick-fil-A line in the airport was very long. Well, Chick-fil-A is very good. It is good. It was 20 (laughs) people deep. Yikes. It's not that good. To stand in line and order food. The cheesesteak place had no one in line. We were the only people in line. What time was this at? Um... Well, two our, or three. Yeah, because our flight was at what six? Yeah, two or three. 6 PM? It was at we had nothing. Late, late lunch time. We got late checkout from the hotel at one, and we're there till like two o'clock. And the lady came to clean. I'm like, no, no, no. They gave us late checkout. She's like, yeah, it's one o'clock. I'm like, we'll be out in a minute. We're on Chicago time. Yeah, we we only recognize Central Central yeah. Standard Time. So yeah, it was like two or three. Um, it's noon Central. Fuck off for another hour. <laughs> yeah. But the whole the whole airport was buzzing. I mean, all the food the food court places were busy, so we weren't the only ones. There eating. was also a DJ in the airport, which really improved Ray's mood. There was a DJ on Friday night and <laughs> Saturday during the day <laughs> okay, at wait. the Philadelphia <laughs> Airport. Hang on, hold on. Excuse me. There was like a, an actual DJ, a disc well, jockey. It was Christmas time. Oh God, was he playing Christmas music? No, he was playing uh-huh. rap music. Yeah. 
The, the Christmas music might have been better for Ray. Well, this was what like, if it was Christmas rap? This was textbook Philadelphia trash. Philadelphia, yeah, playing in right next to. First off, he was playing the DJ set next to the American Airlines customer service. <laughs> oh, I'm well, sure that went over well for Mac. Which was right across from the line. What is Mac? It's a makeup store. So there was a DJ. Who's and Mac? Exactly. No Mac one was in the Mac store. Donald. So just the people from Mac were dancing around in like these sequined outfits. Did either one of you join them and dance? I'm not getting anywhere near these Philadelphia trash bags. <laughs> I considered it because I was like slap happy at this point and Ray was so angry. And so I was, just kept laughing. So was he blasting DJ horns? No, not he a was. single air horn. There was no, an air no, horn, yes. No. If there was, I would have tried to record it. There was not. <laughs> you uh, should have requested some. Yeah, so then hey, he decides <laughs> the next day to set up his DJ set next to the Philadelphia airport food court. Oh, so you guys got to see him twice. Two sets in Lucky 12 you. hours. Hello. And so they were giving out, like, free makeup trials to people or whatever. Oh, so you got a free makeup trial, right? No. All these adults were taking their, like, six-year-old daughters to oh. get free makeup trials. You hate to see and it. It's a makeover, Ray, not a trial. I've heard it both I ways. think they try it once and see if they like it. But they were doing, like, bright blue eyeshadow on everyone, so it was a good Here look. you go. Now you look like a hooker. No, you look like a hua because you're <laughs> in Philadelphia. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so then we went to the Minute Suites, which was the only highlight of the Philadelphia airport. I have this credit card, which will remain nameless, but it gives you this thing called the priority pass. So you can get into a ton of like airport lounges. Like, um, you, if you go, like a lot of international terminals have like these nice lounges where they have like coffee, like some food to eat and stuff and like free beer and wine and whatever. Yeah. Uh, Philadelphia has a thing called the Minute Suites where the, you rent these like little pods and it has like a pull-out couch with a TV and a desk and stuff and like whatever. Um, so we rent we rented that for an hour full free. Um, and it was the best hour we had since we left Chicago. Like It was very nice. I watched Paul Blart mall cop and she slept for an hour. And it was just the most relaxing thing. If you have the priority pass, because don't pay for that. The Minute Suites, it was like $48, $48 for an hour, which was the... Would you have paid $48 no. for the hour, now knowing what I, you get? I would have paid $10 for the hour. Okay. Um, so not like, worth the $48. No, not not with the trip we had. If they had a shower, I would have paid $48, but they didn't. Um, we'll get back to that later. <laughs> So the minutes we shout out them for being great for 60 minutes. Um, then we're waiting in line for... Or we'll wait, wait we'll, shouldn't it be called the hour suites then if you rent it by the hour? I know. I think the minute suites like rolls a little bit better off the tongue than mm. the hour suites, yeah. but I agree. Um, so then we get, like, we get to our boarding <laughs> gate or whatever, and we're just like hanging out and... I see this guy, like, he looks like he works for the airline, and he's sitting there, and he's just fucking weird, whatever. Like, there are a ton of weird people. No big deal. Um, well, you also, you went to the bathroom. A hundred times, just to kill time. I went to the bathroom, like, five times in 30 minutes, just to so kill time. you were gone, and they're trying to get through this, like, secure area, and you need, like, they must have had to swipe their badges or something. I don't know. They did it wrong. So they set off all of these alarms in the area where we're sitting and then they find someone else had to come and let them in. So they finally get in and then we realize that the people who couldn't get through the secure door are actually our pilot and flight attendants. <sighs> so that seemed like a good so sign. I'm like ripping. Well, for, we didn't uh, know. Let's, let's double check these guys' credentials. We didn't know he was the pilot. We we just knew he worked for the airline and like we're going. So like, you were immediately shitting on him. Well, so I heard him talk and everything well, and I was like. Idiot. Can't even I, get into the secure area. Yeah. So I'm ripping on the guy, whatever. No big deal. And we get on the plane and stuff and we hear the pilot come over the speaker as he's like explaining what's going to happen on the flight like we're going to take off fly and then we're going to land um pretty standard yeah and kristen's like she looks at me i'm like oh fuck she's like what i'm like remember that guy who couldn't get through the door that i kept ripping on she's like yeah i'm like that's the pilot she's like no it's not i'm like listen 
it was the pilot, 1,000%. Did he have, like, a distinct voice? How'd you figure yeah, it out? he did. He had, like, a very recognizable voice. He can call us right now, and we can do, like, an audio test, and I could pick one uh, him out of four guys in an instant. And so Kristen turns to me, like, in Seinfeld, and she's like, don't offend the pilot. He's going to kick us off the plane because he didn't like your comedy podcast. <laughs> so at this point... We are on the plane. We take off because he didn't kick me off the plane. And we're like talking to this family next to us because he, like, the guy next to me had trouble, um, like, lifting his armrest or whatever. And his family, this, the plane was a 242 plane. Uh, so there was a family of four in the middle next to us. And the guy was having trouble with his armrest or whatever. And, like, I, he looked really familiar and I didn't know why. And I still don't know why. But, um, so like, I usually don't like to talk to people on planes unless I know them, but he seemed, like I said, he looked familiar. So we're talking and we find and out. And the wife kept going, we're going to be on this plane for a long time. We all need to get to know each other. Yeah. She kept talking about how we had to get to know. I put my headphones in and laid back. In That's my never seat. something you want to hear. <laughs> so I, bless you. Yep. I, I, uh, I, find out that they're from park ridge their kids go to main south where i went oh so you did get to know them for 10 minutes we were talking just bullshitting for 10 minutes because this family out of all the people on all the flights and we missed our connecting flight whatever blah blah, blah bought the house of one of our close family friends who were at our wedding hmm. like they knew they, they were telling me where they lived and i'm like oh do you know so and so and he was like uh, yeah, how do you know them? I'm like, oh, blah, 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 family, friends. Like, they were at our wedding a couple months ago. And um, he was like, well, yeah, yeah, we bought their house. So of all the people to sit anywhere, whatever, um, the dad, they were all very nice. The dad was weird because he listened to music on an iPod mini, <laughs> which do you remember the iPod mini? Which his kids were making fun of. And the mom was like, I charged it for him. Yeah. They're like, dad, what are you doing with the iPod mini when you have your phone? And she's like, no, it has all this music. I charged it for him. Blah, blah, blah. So like, at least the family recognized that it was like, I get iPod. Thing. He gets iPod mini. Exactly. <laughs> And I'm like, Everyone I don't, know, I, I didn't know those were still in circulation. <laughs> um, and then the mom. She is, first of all, she's wiping down the entire plane with these antibacterial wipes. Which, which is totally that great I was move. a little bit jealous that I didn't have some at that point. Hey, let me get a hit of those wipes, yeah. lady. Right. She so offered a hit of something else. She whips out this lavender essential oil and she's rubbing it on her wrists and on her neck and her daughter starts putting some on and Ray's like, I bet that's, I'm sure that went over well with Ray. He, I bet that CBD oil. And I was like... No, she kept talking about, does anybody need any oil? And I was looking and I saw like the teardropper and stuff. I'm like, oh, they're going to get CBD oil and just like relax on the plane. Whatever. No, sure. Don't stiffen up. It was essential oil. Well, yeah, we find out later after she offered it to the couple with the fucking infant that it wasn't CBD oil, that it was essential oils, which makes the couple of the family even crazier. They I were mean, just trying to unwind, Ray. With lavender scented oil. It's relaxing. Do you want to talk about your best friend, the love of your life, the two elderly ladies behind us? I don't think they were elderly. Oh, they were like 50 or 60. Older than me. No, I thought they were like 30 years old. No. Elderly. Anyways, so we sit down and I'm allergic to strong scents. Anything scented. So perfume, scented detergent, cigarette smoke, blah, blah, blah. So we sit down and I'm like, why does it smell like perfume on this plane? And I look over. It's the essential oils. <laughs> no. So she had <laughs> bought perfume in duty free, sprayed it all over herself, and then shoved the bag with the perfume bottle next to my seat. So the seat in front of her. That's fucking you. You have you have to. You can't open stuff you buy in duty free. I didn't know. Well, well she you can did. once you get on the plane. I didn't no, know. Well. It depends on what you buy because I bought a shitload of whiskey you on can't, my way back from Ireland. They're like, absolutely not. You can't open this. You're not allowed. Oh, yeah, to... but sure, perfume's okay, but yeah. I can't get hammered on my flight back. Anything you ingest um, that is alcoholic, you're not allowed to open on your plane because they don't want people the, buying um, 
buying, I'll tell you why. Because my buddies went to Mexico one year on spring break, and they bought a bottle of vodka at duty free, and they told them like you can't drink it on the plane, and they're like, oh okay. Um, can we just drink it in the airport before we leave? <laughs> so they hammered their whole bottle of vodka before they got on the plane. I don't Love that think they one. let you do that anymore. They now don't. they bring it to the gate for yeah, you. Yeah, they they uh, and that's why. Yeah, they put it in some like they put mine in some like sealed taped bag, mm-hmm. and then at the gate they're like they check it to make sure it's like still sealed. Like up oh, the seal's intact, you can keep it yeah so she shows me this bag next to her like because she's the window seat and i'm like oh it looks like someone left it there and she's like no it's this lady's i'm like well then take it because it's right next to you like you can't put stuff next to me take it so so she leaves it there and i can't breathe at this point so like i'm worried that my air pipes are now closing and race like well i'll switch seats with you which no, she begged me to switch seats. He didn't like, want well, fuck, to do. Fine. So we. I I get too antsy on planes. That's why I have to have the aisle seat because I have to be able to like get up and move around and stand up if I need to or oh, go to the bathroom I'm or like sorry. do whatever. You should be able to move, but I can't breathe. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, till Obviously. death do us part. I'm pretty sure Cav put that in the vows. Like you have to put up with a bunch of shit that I just can't handle. So deal with it. Anyway, then you said I do. And I said, repeat after me. I that's, don't. That's why you guys had to stand 10 feet apart. At the I airport. don't recall <laughs> that in our vows. We'll we check, check the tape. The tape. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this bitch puts on her fucking perfume before the plane. Yes. So we switch seats and I fall asleep. Ray gets super pissed because I fell asleep for like an hour and a half and he couldn't get up and walk around. And then... I wake up and he tells me that the woman reapplied her perfume no. mid-flight. She wakes Wait, can up. we talk about how nice it was that he didn't wake you up to go wander around? Exactly. Like I, all this stuff gets overlooked, and yeah. I pointed out, and she was like, "Really? I couldn't breathe, and you're worried about getting up." I'm like, "Well, yeah. It was either wake your ass up or piss in the bottle, like I did." Ha <laughs> ha. That's true, love. <laughs> next time, pee into the perfume bag, and maybe she won't put it. Yeah, in next time. I should, it <laughs> next time, just pee on the lady with the perfume. <laughs> it should have accidentally tipped over and rolled backwards through the plane. <laughs> <laughs> so, can yeah. I just point out that we've done fifty-two minutes, and you guys haven't <laughs> even made it out of the country well, yet? No, oh at this God. point, we're in international <laughs> waters. Like we're in Newfoundland. We're going past I- or Greenland and whatever. Did you just say Newfoundland. Yeah, it's Newfoundland. Newfoundland. <laughs> well, then they should put an I in there. I've heard it both ways. Where do you hear an I in that? Say it again. Newfoundland? Yeah, in the fucking fin part. Okay, continue with the <laughs> trifecta piece of your wonderful oh, flying boy. experience. So I switch seats, and immediately the woman behind me starts banging on the screen that's on the back of my seat. And then a baby starts crying. Oh, that's standard. It was it was a great flight. So you guys, so you're off to a good start so far. <sighs> yeah. Then we land. Nothing happens, and we get to Rome, and it was a lot of fun. And that's it. Podcast over. Thanks for listening, guys. This is gonna be a two part podcast. <laughs> it is. It's, it's uh, gonna have to be. Yeah. <laughs> Dammi tre parole